Blog Talk Radio. Get ready to come into the zone for the next 60 minutes. Your journey will begin in 3, 2, 1. The Prophecy Zone with your host, Phil Armstrong. Your watchman on the wall. Bringing you into the knowledge only found as you pursue the truth. So set back and enter the zone of Bible prophecy and find the hope that every Christian should have. Find out what is going to happen in the year 2012 and beyond. The Middle East, the mark of the beast, the European superstate, Russia, China, Syria, and more. So set back and grab your cup of coffee and your Bible and be prepared to enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. everybody doing brother phil here want to come on here today and talk to you guys today uh, hopefully y'all having a blessed uh, afternoon um first of all i want to just get to it because i don't have much time um first of all i want to say that i'm blessed that you are listening to this program um, because uh, without you, I wouldn't have a program, for one. Um, and you are here for such a time as this, just like I am. So anyway, um, first of all, I want to say um, that I received this message a while back. Um, and the message that I received was the was I'm not trying to be sarcastic and nothing, but the first thing Jesus said uh, was to repent. So I received this message 2,000 years ago when Jesus said to repent. The first thing he came out of the mountain, the first message after being tempted for 40 days of the devil was to repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent means to make an about face from your sin and turn towards God and God will give you the power to not sin, regardless of what the church world is saying. Uh, Luke 13.3 says this. It says, I tell you nay, but except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Now, I had a conversation with a dear sister who I truly admire, uh, and iron sharpens iron, and she showed us Help me sharpen my iron. But uh, we were talking one night, um, just texting each other, and she was talking about the, uh, we were talking about the uh, 20, the, what, Matthew's 25, the 10 versions. I almost said 25 versions because, you know, Matthew 25. <laughs> but uh, uh, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and read that. And keep in mind with the scripture we just read, which is Luke 13, 3. And I'm going to go ahead and read um, Matthew 25. I already have my hand in it. 
already. So that's funny. And I still was flipping through the pages. So uh, Matthew 25, it says, Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise and five of them were foolish. Now, remember, they went to meet the bridegroom. So they were all expecting the bridegroom to come. Says they that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them, but the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Okay, I want to kind of expound on this a little bit more, is that the, both, both the, the whole bride was ready for him to come. Okay, so think about this for a minute. You know, Esther... Okay, when 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 the king was looking for a wife, and um, the king's wife had, uh, you know, you know the story about Esther, um, and Xerxes uh, had them bring his wife in to show off his wife because she's beautiful, and she wouldn't come, so they fired her, and they started looking for another wife. Now there was that was a selection, right? There was a selection. That's that's different from the body of Christ, but I'm trying to make a point here. Um, Esther wanted to be uh, the wife, or else she would have never entered into the contest, right? Such a time as this, and Esther beautified herself, and you know they they helped her get beautiful. You know, her uncle helped her. As, as well, because she knows she wanted to save her people, and she ended up saving her people. But the point is, is that Esther prepared herself. Okay. Also, if you go back to Abraham and Eleazar going out to find a wife for Isaac, and they found um, a, a, a wife, and when they found the wife, Rachel or Rebecca, I, forget, I always forget the name, Rachel, I believe, and they found her, and they and and she said, oh, oh you know, she. You know, Eleazar goes back to her father's house to meet her father and to ask her father, could she be Isaac's wife? And when it was time for her to go, um, her brother and her mother was like, no, she can't go yet because she has something to do. And then, you know, Rebecca was like, oh, no, I'll go, you know, um, that has to be the case for all Christians that, that they prepare themselves to go. So they have to want to go, you know. And in and, and, and the in the story of the ten virgins, um, you know, I was talking to my sister one night and uh, sister in Christ one night, and I was telling her that 
um, the convergence are five that uh, five virgins who were wise and five who were foolish, but they both were responding to the master's coming. So what I was telling her is among the watchmen, among the people who want Christ to return. Now, let me, let me read something uh, to you guys. I keep having to flip through the pages, but I want to read something to you guys. Okay, so uh, Hebrews chapter 10, chapter 9, verse 28. So Christ once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time unto, um, the second time without sin unto salvation. I tried to read too quick there. Somebody's calling me. That's an unknown number. And I had to hang up on him. Okay, so he says, he says, um, so Christ was, I'll have to read it again because I'm kind of thrown off. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto death. Now, I want to look at Lot's wife. I want to look at Lot's family, Lot's Lot's daughters. They left. I'm going to try to walk and shoot gum at the same time because I have to get my cell phone off this camera thing because I just shot a video with my camera and I need to I need to check blog talk and make sure I'm on the air because I don't want to be talking to myself for another 30 minutes. So, so at the same time, I'm going to be dialing blog talk to see if I can, um, so I can get, make sure I'm online because I always got to do this to, well, anyway, get, get back to the, the program. Uh, Okay. Okay, so you you have to want to go. So the ten virgins wanted to go. If you read if you read Matthew twenty five once again, now the re, the the sister has said that at the bottom it says watch. Well, it's actually covering the whole the whole Bible prophecy thing. Watch because he said it a couple of times. And the verses before where he told he said to watch, even in um so he said to watch. He says, Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour, <coughs> which is feast of trumpets, again. So that's what he's saying. That's what he's incurring. To say the cry went out. So they all understood the cry that says, For the Lord himself shall descend from us from the clouds with a loud shout, the voice of an archangel and the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first, and we who are alive and remain should be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. The loud shout, the cry, went out. Behold, the bridegroom weed them. So they 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 want to go. So a lot of people believe that the ten virgins are five. Some people believe that the five, the five were uh, saved. Hold on for a second. I'm going to have to take this call. Hello? Why? Can't what? 
pick him up from school, so I'm going to go, go ahead and finish this show you. Okay, so um, so a lot of people believe that the five versions, five, five of them, five of them were, were uh, saved and the five were not saved. So in other words, it represents the church in the, in the world. I don't know where they get that from. And the other part uh, represents um, five, you know, of the saved and five of the people who are in the lukewarm Laodicean church, which doesn't make any sense because Laodicean people aren't looking for Christ to return. They're too busy trying to get, enjoy the fruits of this world. So there's another group of people who I think we don't even realize how big the group is. It's still small, but it's big. It's big enough to be obvious to have its own chapter where these people are watching for Christ's return. We call ourselves watchmen. I think that's a little overkill. I think we should all be watching for Christ's return. I think everybody in the church and the body of Christ should be watching for his return. Now, what does this have to do with repentance? I'm going to get to this. You must be ready for Christ for for rapture. That's the title of this video. You must be ready for Christ's uh, return. Um, if anybody wants to... So you must be ready for Christ's return. I kind of opened up a, a chat room, so... If you guys see a chat room on there, you guys can come on in. I mean, I, I don't, I haven't done blog talk in a while, but in other words, um, the 10 versions, they all got ready. They all got up and trimmed their lamps. Now, why would they trim their lamps for? I think people get into the, the, the goody two shoes moment. Um, the crisis returning, so you be you be on your best behavior, um, and you don't cuss your wife out, you don't kick the cat. But then there are people who actually get ready for Christ's return. They actually understand that your your robes are going to be clean if you repent. And the Bible says, unless you repent you will likewise perish. It says Luke 13, 3. I tell you, nay, but except you repent, you shall likewise perish. Repent means to make an about face from your sin. Now, there's one save, always save movement out there who believes that everyone 
is going in the rapture. I'm going to um, I'm going to um, go ahead. I think um, one of my sisters already uh, shared it. Well, Damascus is being attacked by Israel. <laughs> I don't know how much that's going to carry over for the weekend, but it's very important if you know Bible prophecy. Very important if you know Bible prophecy. Um, I have a. Let me go. I'm gonna check Facebook and see any more information on that. But that that is amazing. Um, I don't know what happened to my um, radio show on here. I could have swore I just, I just, I could swore I just, uh, maybe I didn't. I, I mean, I'm going to do it again, but I don't even think they're, uh, sharing this <laughs> my program. Okay, let me see if I can uh Yeah, that's crazy. Damascus is just being hit with a with a uh bomb. Now, of course I have to get a little bit more details about that. But um yeah, so the most important things to realize is that the, the, the bride is smaller than you think. And he's, I mean, it's not like he cancels it out and we cancel out the scripture um, that says that, you know, many will try to enter in, but few will enter in. Or, you know, narrow is the gate that leads to life and few to be defined it. Or many, he says, many I tell you should try to get in would not be able to. And why don't you know that it's Christ? Why don't the church know? If you really, really just clear your mind for a second and just think about it, why don't they know Christ is going to return? Why, in other words, why don't they understand God's clock? So are you, are you, are you like, not thinking about how God feels, that you don't know the time. You would rather build your own church down here. You'd rather build your own kingdom now and not worry about God and not worry about how he feels. That would hurt my feelings, too, if you don't know what time my graduation is. You're my pops, and you're supposed to be at my graduation. I mean, that would hurt my feelings as, as well. Um, for y'all that's watching, um, let me let me explain something to some some people. I don't know if y'all listening, Polly, in that group. Uh, um, but uh, everybody keeps saying the, the the calendars are off. I think the best thing to understand is that the calendars are off. That it gives us hope to the next year. That the calendars are off. I don't think the calendars are off. And I'm going to do a video on the reason why the calendars are not off. And it's very simple. Calendars are not off because God is trying to tell, he's trying to show you through prophecy that 
I prophesied this to happen. So how is the calendars off if the calendars are 30 days off? He's not going to be able to tell you that this is what happened on the day that I picked, that the day that I prophesied. For instance, the, the wise men, they're wise. How do you think they followed the star? How do you think that they know the star? How do you think they know baby Jesus was there? By off calendars? I'm getting tired of off calendars. Unfortunately, I won't say too much through the years. I won't say too much. If, the, if the, we don't, if we're not out of here by the Feast of Trumpets, I'm not going to say too much into next year. But I, I am going to tell you this now. The calendars are not off. That would be the devil lying to you to get you to watch for something else or to watch or to get yourself to go party somewhere until I'm not I'm just being funny when I say this, but to get you to to look somewhere else. And then a month later, Christ is not gonna return and a month later, he's probably gonna return a year later. So that might sound like I'm angry, I'm mad, but I'm tired of people saying, I mean, I, I'm getting tired of the lies from even the, the, the church because calendars are not off. He's going to use the actual calendar that Israel's using because he's going to try to, he's going to point to Israel that, see, I told you guys I was coming back on the Feast of Trumpets, not 30 days later, not, not the true Feast of Trumpets. This is the true Feast of Trumpets. I'm not going to sit up here and try to explain to you what, what I, my theory is pretty simple if you really think about it. There is no off calendars. Whenever he decides, 1948 was the best year, best time, and you didn't need no calendars. 1948, it happened. Israel became a nation again. You just have to figure out how long is a generation. Bag up seven years and then boom, you got it. But as far as the calendars being off, God is coming back to prove to Israel, his people, that I took the church out on your on, on Feast of Trumpets because it was a designated time that I did it. It is to glorify me. That's exactly what he's saying. Jesus came the first time, on, and even riding on a donkey was exactly the time that he was going to ride on the donkey. So please stop saying that the calendars are off. If the calendars are off, then Israel's going to have a hard time. The two witnesses is not going to be, yeah, they don't know because they're coming from God. Of course they're going to know. But we ain't. But the people here ain't. And you don't think people are going to be trying to figure this stuff out on paper? The church is gone, but you don't think the, the believers are going to try to figure figure it out? On paper, well, yeah, this is what happened. You don't think that's what happened the first time he came? That that fellow believers took a piece of paper and tried to figure out when the Messiah was coming? Well, the wise men knew. We're supposed to be wise, so why don't we know? Can we settle on something without making it, make it? Oh, we're just setting ourselves up just in case we get it wrong. To make you know, make us look like you know we can, can which is good. I'm I'm okay with that. If we're wrong, then we we're wrong. You know. Anyway, let me check this uh, clock and see how much time we got. I got five minutes. 
So uh, unless you repent, you shall likewise perish. Now, the month of Elul is the preparation, the month of preparation with the, when, the, when God walk, goes into the garden. And while he's in the garden, he, he's visiting, the king visits people in the garden. So the Holy Spirit's coming now, and he's walking through the garden. God himself, Jesus himself is walking, the king is walking through the garden in the month of Elul. And people are supposed to take retrospect of their lives and go inside your heart and, and, and pull pull the things out that God doesn't want. And 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 bring it before the Lord and repent. That's how you clean your robes. But there's a lot of lies out. There's a lot of lies that saying that, you know, God is not promised he's coming back. Where is the promise of the Son of God since my forefathers fell asleep? All things have continued on. But every time I hear people talk about the Feast of Trumpets, like this morning, they were like, oh, the Feast of Trumpets, the only thing it said was they blow trumpets. But then you got to read the rest of the Bible, and then it's going to tell you that Moses blew a trumpet to get the, the sound of the alarm for war. He blew a trumpet to gather his people in as for a, a uh, general assembly. And it was a mystery. It was a mystery when Jesus Christ came the first time. Passover and all that stuff was a mystery. Let me see if I can find it on here. <coughs> um, I think I might have got rid of it. Okay, First uh, Timothy 3.16. By common confession, great is the mystery of godliness. He who was revealed in the flesh. I don't like that, this this um. Anyway, well, actually, you know what? I am going to find um, King James Version of it because I don't like that one. Stand by. Uh, why is it doing that to me? Okay, King James. Yeah. AIV King James. Okay. So this one's better. It says first Timothy three sixteen. And without controversy, great is the mystery of God. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen as angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up in glory. It's a mystery. Also, um, so that that's the first coming. It's a mystery. And are these guys laughing at the Feast of Trumpets and they oh, oh every year somebody thinks he's coming back on the Feast of Trumpets. So yeah, it's the same thing. You know, they were laughing at him back then thinking he wasn't the Messiah. So all those miracles. It says, Behold, I show you a mystery. Once again it's a mystery. We should not all sleep, but we should be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For 
this incorruptible must put on corruptible and this immortal uh, must put on immortality. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, if you hear something. I just want to come on and share a word with you guys. Um, so, I want to talk about so I probably apologize for that noise in the background. It's actually my video book. Um, in the next 50 seconds, I just want to say God bless you guys. Uh, keep watching for the Lord's return. I mean, you know, it could be now. It could be next year. It could be, you know, pretty soon God is coming back. Jesus is coming back, and his reward is with him. So God bless you guys. You guys have a wonderful day.